Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Uh, I always seem to be playing with, with some type of freaking nature defensive end for the last past past five years. So uh, it's been great. Uh, the season we had, I had with Daniel was great. Uh, you know, his contract's a little bit bigger now. That's the difference between him and Daniel. I mean, me and Daniel. And uh, other than that, uh, just, you know, getting customized and acclimated with everybody else on the defensive line, too. I know what Daniel do. I know how to play with Daniel. That's that's not a problem uh, for the most part. Uh, just making sure I'm getting getting along and, and making sure I know how to play with everybody else on the D-line. A big impact. Uh, another reason why I have my deal in Cleveland is because of Dre. Uh, putting me in positions to be productive, man. And, uh I know his philosophy and what he brings to the table, and we'll get it. he can get the best out of me too. So, uh, match made in heaven. Uh, I get in where I fit in. Simple as that. That's how I'm taking it. Uh, I'd be the first year where I'm not a starter, so you know, just getting in where I fit in. Mm, Sheldon Richardson. I like. You know what? That I love that attitude. This is he expected to be a starter. He expected to get paid more in free agency, but the cap came down. And he even mentioned, like, yeah, well, you get up close to the draft and, like, everyone's out of money. And so, listen, I'll just take what they give me. Uh, this is the first time I'm not a starter. And his attitude was A+. plus. He could have come in here and sulked like all those Twins players did. Lance Lynn, right? Didn't get what they wanted. And Sheldon Richardson comes in, and he has a great positive attitude despite not being a starter. We can all learn something from that, gentlemen. Especially if, if you know that there's an off chance that you could probably compete for playing time and guys get hurt. And like, that's the smart thing is just, it, it's football. Something's going, something will transpire that will probably give you football. a chance, right? So, and you know what else too, though? So he, here's the smart play for Sheldon as well. He's at a point in his life where I'm sure it would be nice to start. And he's actually good against the run. So he could start, he could play all three downs, but you know, if I told you, Phil, that I was going to sign you to a contract and you were going to exclusively rush the quarterback and possibly get a lot of sacks, and I was going to pay you fair, but I wasn't going to pay you great, I think you'd be like, okay, cool, that's fine. So, yeah, 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 yeah. like, there's you know, nothing to lose here. Yeah, listen, as long as there's enough commas and zeros in my paycheck, I'm you know, not going to complain if I'm a football yeah. player. So, well, this is Purple Daily, and my name is Phil Mackey, that is Judd Zolgad, and that is our executive producer, Declan Goff, over there. He's already at least one seltzer in mm-hmm. on this uh, this ha- live happy hour edition of Purple Daily. We're sort of changing it up this week because we're sending Judd out to the Twin Cities Orthopedic Performance Center to take copious notes and capture footage. All of this is presented by our friends at TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. And so we're going to throw it over to Judd here. Our mission statement on the show, in case we haven't said it in the last week, is 
we want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we all die. And uh, they've done a pretty damn good job maximizing cap space to put pieces around Kirk Cousins to fortify that defense. This is about as deep on paper as this defense has looked probably since 2017. And Judd had his first look at open practice today, mandatory minicamp. So, uh, Judd, the floor is yours. Give us your Judd Zolgadian minicamp observations. Well, the first thing that I think, and it involves it involves Sheldon and Hunter as well, that I think is imperative is minicamp started without a hitch. There were no big storylines. There was no, Daniil Hunter's not here. What are you going to do? There was nothing but basically calm, cool, and collected coaches. And there was, and I'll always go back to this. Teams can tell you they don't care about distractions. It's BS. Teams hate distractions. Right now, the Green Bay Packers hate life. Everything that they do is a circus. Yeah, right? By the way, Rod, did you guys see Rogers? So they did, they did some oh. sort of like live stream press. I heard he looks thing. very happy. Yeah. It was it was for that golf thing, the match. It was Phil Mickelson, Aaron Rodgers, and then uh, Bryson DeChambeau and Tom Brady, and they were all four on this like sort of Zoom thing. And Aaron Rodgers had a T-shirt that said, "I'm offended." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Good for him, man. It's hilarious. You see me trolling. So the contract details that came out uh, from our buddy Tom Pelissero of NFL Media on Sheldon is this. One-year deal, $3.6 million base, uh, the contract, up to $4.35 million with incentives. And let's start here, okay? So let's start with what Richardson not only brings, but think about where this team is from a defensive tackle standpoint compared to a year ago. And I think this was – I think we were slightly before the, the time it, because they didn't they didn't have this program because of COVID. We were slightly before the time that Michael Pierce opted out. I want to say he opted out more towards training camp. But nonetheless, you are not going to have uh, as good of tackle situation on the defensive line as you do now. Yeah. Pierce is back. Tomlinson's been signed. Richardson, in my opinion, is being brought in to rush on third downs. But again, he's good against the run. So yeah. if Tomlinson or Pierce gets hurt, he can play more. Just let's start with that from just a standpoint of of removing question marks, removing a, um, a real significant problem. Because the thing to keep in mind is as important as cornerbacks are to Zim's defensive scheme. A large part of this starts in the middle of the defensive line. And so just the step that this team has taken personnel-wise to shore up uh, positions that had, I mean, come on, Jalil Johnson, God bless him, not good. And Shamar Stefan, who I never understood why they thought he could be a starter. He was a role player at best. You have have upgraded here from, let's say, Phil, what, about a a three or a four on a scale of one to ten? To probably yeah. to probably a seven or eight. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is <laughs> they literally like and it, it, it extends beyond the defensive line. I know we're going to get to some other observations, but they've literally replaced whether whether it was like rookies who shouldn't have been out there or just career backups like Shamar Stefan. They replaced one, two, three, four, maybe five or six guys who should not be starting on a defense that aspires to be top five in the league. With, if you go back and look at like the last three years and and the peak seasons of Michael Pierce, Dalvin Tomlinson, Sheldon Richardson, uh, Daniil Hunter coming back, obviously, 
and then in the secondary, Xavier Woods and um, Patrick Peterson. Like, if all of those guys, and this won't happen, this won't happen, but if all of those guys play at or near their peak potential, yep. the the upgrades are like going from guys who are borderline, like you would cut them off the 53 minor roster to pro bowlers at half of the positions on defense. Now, they, now there's some age concerns and injury concerns and like Patrick Peterson getting older. Didn't perform well last year. Right. Sheldon Richardson, he's 30 years old, right? There's a reason why teams weren't just shoveling money at him uh, in the middle of March. And so there's there's definitely some, like, this is the used car lot a little bit. But you went to the used car lot, and it was like, wait a second. Wait, that 2017 Porsche only has, like, 38,000 miles on it? And it costs, oh, okay, all right, let's yep. do it, you know? Yep. And I, I think positionally on defense, I don't think it's that close. I, I think your biggest upside outside upgrades tackle. Like the cornerbacks, I'm with you. Like Pat, you know, Peterson might be good. He didn't have a great year, and he is definitely not a young guy. Breland, I think, is going to be an improvement. So I do think that they've improved, and I like the fact that, that they brought in at least one, if not a couple, veteran corners to play more. But if we're flat out talking positional improvement, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's defensive tackle. I really do. Because yeah, no, it, it was absolutely. it was it was awful. And I'm sorry, Shamar Stefan was never God never put him on this earth to start. <laughs> yeah. Like no. that was not a that was a that was a no-go to me. Like if that had been Pierce and Stefan, it's still a no-go. Yes. So now now you have gone to three guys who can play, and there's probably a case to be made that that for Richardson's career, this is a great move. Because so it doesn't I, ask him to play as much. I did find this, by the way, because uh, I wanted to see what Pro Football Focus will rank every player at every position, and they do the full breakdowns. And I just wanted to see, okay, of all of the, the interior defensive linemen that played last year in the NFL, of which, by the way, there were 139 qualified interior defensive linemen. Sure. Shamar Steffen. Oh was the best on the Vikings. Yeah. No. And he was 73rd in PFF grade. So he was smack dab in the middle like below average, but that was I mean that was like your best interior defensive lineman last year, okay? Yes. So uh, Dalvin Tomlinson was 25th. Sheldon Richardson was 37th. And then if you go back to 2019, which is the last time Michael Pierce played a full season, uh, with the Baltimore Ravens, I believe he was like top half of the league as well. So you're taking the be- the best PFF rank of all the interior defensive linemen of the Vikings was 73rd, mm-hmm. and you're replacing all of those guys with top 40 or top 25, or maybe even if Dalvin Tomlinson is playing at his best and Michael Pierce playing at his best, borderline like top 10, top 15 interior defensive linemen. So. Huge win all around, and if I haven't said it a hundred times this week, here's a hundred one. <laughs> Rob Brzezinski is a salary cap god, and he has made so much work with so little this off season. And mm-hmm. later this week, I know a lot of people have chirped me on Twitter, and, and it's probably rubbed off on Judd and Declan too. Eh. You need to admit you were wrong that Kirk Cousins' contract doesn't prevent the Vikings. From loading up this roster. We will talk in depth about that well, later this week. We're Let's also, let them play some games. Let's let them play some games. But they've yeah. done a damn good job. As I go through my my mini camp day one observations, we're also going to get to why those people aren't 
necessarily right. And by the way, I think we all agree that they've done an excellent job. Um, but there's we're gonna get we're gonna get to why Cousins' contract actually is going to cause some problems. Okay. But staying on the defensive side of the football, I want to talk about cornerbacks. Is so, this observation number two? This is observation number two, and it's it's an observation also mixed with uh, you know the Vikings have signed a lot of cornerbacks, right? Mackenzie Alexander, Patrick Peterson, they're bringing in guys, um, Breland, you know, that's a lot of guys. What are you doing? You know, I mean, that's interesting. And yes, it's for competition, but it's also because of this. Cornerbacks don't stay healthy. Um, Breland, not surprisingly, who volunteered on his introductory Zoom call with the the local press that he had had shoulder surgery, I think in March, right after the season, February or March. Um, Breland watched practice today, did not take part. He is not prepared yet to practice. My guess is he will become day one of training camp. Here's the fly in the ointment, though, of something to to just keep your eye on and keep in mind as training camp approaches. Cameron Dantzler also did not practice t- today. And you might be like, oh, okay, that's fine, Judd. It's June. Who cares? Um, at some point in time, because I like him, but at some point in time, Cam Dantzler has to prove he can stay healthy. Now, last year, he had the scary concussion slash neck injury against the Packers. I want to say he also had a rib injury at one point, and then I I believe he ended the season with a hamstring problem that didn't allow him to play in the regular season finale against Detroit, and he was on the field today, but not taking part again. This is why, beyond the fact that a guy like Peterson and Breland improve your experience uh, as far as the depth goes as well, Phil, this is why um, you have to be concerned, though, about Dantzler playing. So he's not practicing again today. Um, Jeff Gladney, b- by the way, who was arrested in Dallas in April on assault charges, still not there. Um, shooter in the Pioneer Press on Sunday had a report that read like it was sort of sourced in, that yeah. they might release him. Yeah. But it, but anyway, keep a very close eye on the second of the Vikings' two first-round draft picks in 2020 and the third-round pick. Both of them might have had potential, but if you can't play because of off-the-field problems or because of injury, potential doesn't matter. But the reason why you sign all of these guys is I think there is genuine and justified concern about Dantzler, who's a, you know, he's a tall guy, but he's incredibly slight about his ability to just flat out stay on the field. Yeah, and I think it's, it's, I think we all got a little excited, right? It's Cam Dantzler, third-round pick, just jumps out in the five- or six-game stretch after the bye before he got dinged up again. You're like, man, this dude this dude might be better than Gladney, and he might just be like the shutdown corner that the Vikings have been looking for since Xavier Rhodes fell off the age cliff. And I don't think him you know, having some injury issues necessarily rules that out, but it was a smart move for the Vikings to just move him down to fourth, potentially, on the depth chart. For all of those reasons, right? Just listen. This is this is a, a position where you're gonna a guys are gonna miss games due to injury or whatnot. Uh, but b you can't just have dudes like Chris Boyd and Chris Jones out there who have no idea what they're doing and can't make a tackle or don't want to make a tackle. Like you know, you it's kind of a as as our friend hey, Eric Eager <laughs> from Pro Football Focus will say, defense is all about the weakest link, yeah. and the Vikings have made their weakest links strong. Right now, Cam Dantzler and Sheldon Richardson are backups. Mm-hmm. Backups. Those are your mm-hmm. 12th and 13th defensive players right now if the season started today mm-hmm. instead of Armin Watts and Chris Boyd. 
And and so inevitably you're going to have to dip into your 12th, 13th, and 14th defensive players, especially now that there's a 17th game this season. And so if you can if you can raise the floor of your weakest link, you have a better chance to sustain over the course of 17 games and maybe do some damage in the playoffs. Exactly right. And as Daniel Boning says, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. In Goodbye. the YouTube comment section. Yes. And. I I went through the roster today. The Vikings signed 11 free agents on defense alone. So just on defense alone you basically put together a start a starting number. Dude, 11 guys. You think Mike Zimmer had a little influence in the off-season planning sessions back in January, February? You know what, man? He is all in <laughs> and and he probably should be. Like it's probably the right call. If yeah. if if they don't if they don't win a playoff game, I think his job's in jeopardy. And so he is going to go down, and, and we can debate it. Like, it might be the smart move. It might be the wrong move. I don't know. But as far as he's concerned, if he's going to be called in uh, called in by the Wilfs and told, you fired, it's going to go his – I mean, it's going to at least go down with him getting the personnel that he wanted, not, not to your point, Armin Watson, Jalil Johnson. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, real quick, before we get to what? Judd's uh, third training camp observation – uh, all of Judd's mini or mini camp. It's training camp is still a month away. I'm already jumping out in front. I can't wait for training camp. By the way, it's I'm very fun. excited. Very His, excited. Uh, mini camp observations are presented by our friends at the 3M Open. So you know, I know there's some some fellow golf fanatics who like to go out there and hack a score of 100 or higher, like Declan and I. Well, if you want to watch guys shoot much lower <laughs> than 100 and maybe uh, enjoy an adult beverage or two while you do it. Fans are welcome at the 3M Open. Um, it's at TPC Twin Cities. It's just a beautiful, beautiful place to watch some uh, some shootout golf. July 19th through the 25th, and tickets are available at 3MOpen.com slash tickets. 3MOpen.com slash tickets. Wear your knickerbockers. What do we, what do we need Judd to... We need we need to get Judd in some knickerbockers like that Paul oh, Stewart get up from the Payne 90s Stewart and look, just yeah. walk around getting bombed at the 3M Open. <laughs> well, no, hold on a second. Just I can't get bombed. Golfers. Then, yeah, yeah. You, hey, Mickelson, I'm your age. You hey, lefty. Suck. Lefty, you lefty. suck. He loves that, though. He loves it. He Matthew loves Wolf, you crowd. drink wine coolers, Matthew. Yeah. It'd be like, apparently, uh, hey, Bryson. Yeah. You ain't so bad. I would love to get Bryson and Kepka on the on the same tee box, but we'll we'll see if that happens. We'll I don't think those happens. guys are. I don't think right now those guys are scheduled to appear, but maybe we can make that happen. We'll make it happen. That'd, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. All right, observation three. Can I get a laugh or something from Kirk? Oh yeah, I'll oh, get you a laugh from Rick Spielman. Rick. Okay, there you go. Observation three, because I'm I'm saving sort of a juicy talker for fourth, but observation three comes hold, back to comes back to. Why you can't say that Cousins contract and big contracts, it's why you can't dismiss them. Here's why, okay? I'm going to give you, and I understand this should not be the week one starting line, but I'm going to give you what the Vikings throughout OTAs and today again used as their number one offensive line, okay? Starting at left tackle, Rashad Hill. Left guard, Ezra Cleveland. Okay, he goes from right to left guard. Love it. Garrett Bradbury at center, last chance. But you know what? Hopefully, especially against or in pass protection, improved. Right guard, Dakota Dozier still there. And Dude, oh my Brian O'Neill at right tackle. So, so, but just quickly, oh this is God. why, this is why, and look, the Richardson signing is a great piece of work, okay? But remember, the salary cap's 
going down. The Vikings did a very nice job of clearing space. And the Daniil Hunter, the the revised contract actually cleared cap space for 2021. So so they were able to take some of the money that they saved cap-wise uh, on Hunter's 2021 contract and put that towards Sheldon. So all of this is very smart. But Sheldon's not being paid what he expected to be paid. So he is what he would consider to be a bargain. Remember what we talked about, and this is where this is where big contracts like Kirk's come into play. They don't come into play with Sheldon's contract. Remember what we talked about in March, boys, with the offensive linemen who were on the market, who the Vikings were interested in, okay? Yeah. Because I could have just read to you, there's a, po- there's a very good possibility that if things were different, Joe Thune would be where Ezra Cleveland is, and Cleveland would be where... Dozier is. This is where the cap. So, like, you're not a genius because you you got a good deal on Richardson. It's always, and this is not Brzezinski's fault. It's nobody's fault. But the fact is, when you've got the Kirk contract, this means that what if you are watching this right now, what you are looking at doesn't include one more really good player mm-hmm. because of contracts like that. So that's that's where that's where. And I, I'm not crapping on this. I'm not trying to say. I'm right, you're wrong. What I'm saying is it's the one thing to keep in mind. Yeah, I think people have gone a little over the top with, you know, the salary cap is a myth, and see, they've been able to do everything they want with despite Kirk Cousins' contract. I think, the the to me, the more accurate way to say it is they've done a lot of things in free agency despite Kirk Cousins' contract, and... It looks like 40% of their offensive line going into a win-now season with a non-mobile quarterback is going to consist of rookies. And a second-year guy playing a guard position he's never played before in the NFL in Ezra Cleveland, right? Now, could it still work? Is Christian Derrissaw more likely than not to be at least a competent left tackle? Yeah, I would would say so. But, you know, in, in in a perfect world, would they have had a little more money to sign Joe Thune instead of... What Kansas City gave him, what they give him, like $16 million a year. The Vikings didn't have that for Joe Thune back in March. So, yeah, the you know, on paper, they addressed the offensive line through the draft. But those are still two rookies, and Kirk is still a non-mobile quarterback, and Garrett Bradbury is still a disaster. So that is the one that I think of all the things, like the defense on paper, go get it. Uh, offense would like to see who the third wide receiver is, but Irv Smith Jr. should get the third most targets. Not super concerned about that. The thing, the, the two things that make you swallow a little hard is kicker and offensive line still until the offensive line, until they remove Dakota Dozier from their first team depth chart, which he is currently still on and the Rashad first Hill team as well. depth chart. Like, I don't hate him, but he's a backup. Yeah. Like, he's a swing backup. Yeah. And those guys, I think, I, my guess is you get about two or three practices in the training camp and you'll see Christian Derrissaw yes. at left tackle with the first team. And Wyatt Davis at right guard, but um, yeah, let's let's not crown the offensive line completely fixed until we see how those rookies look in a preseason game or something first. And those two guys got reps today with the second line, so like I do think that they will bump up at, at yeah. some point. But the difference is, if you had signed a if you had signed a veteran in the opening days of the free agent period in March to play guard. He would not be with the second team right now. I mean, just to be clear about how this works. Uh, Bradley Guthrie in the YouTube comment section says, what do they see in Dakota Dozier that we don't? And I will answer his question with another question. If somebody were to have told you guys at the end of last season, all right, we're going to fast forward past OTAs 
We're going to fast forward to mandatory minicamp. We're going to be one month away from training camp in a win-now season. And one month away from training camp, Dakota Dozier is going to be the starting right guard on the depth chart until someone beats him out. What would you guys have said? You're you're crazy. He won't be there. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't, that's what's I, happening right now. Yeah, <laughs> I thought there was no way he he comes back. They re-signed him on purpose. They re-signed him by yes. choice. Yes, yes. He came in and sat down and signed a, a sheet of paper. I don't understand it for the life of me. But anyway, so that so that's where a big contract does come into play here because the rookies might be fine, but they're rookies, and so you know, there's there's not a slam dunk day one starter at least in a mini camp. All right, I'm doing my last one. (laughs) All right, before you get to your last one here, for all of you guys watching on our YouTube channel right now, youtube.com slash Purple Daily Podcast, if you could click the subscribe button, if you could click the like button, and if you could click the bell notification button, you would be helping us spread the word about the show, and really you'd be helping yourself get daily Vikings entertainment delivered right to you. You can even watch on your smart TV. It's great. Hopefully your TCL smart TV. Enjoy more of what you love. Send us a picture. That's right. Right, Send us pictures. Tweet, tweet us pictures of our big fat mugs right and right coming into your house. All right. All right. En- enough of this shilling. We'll uh, move to Judd's next observation. So here's the last one, and and this actually will provide some room for discussion. And I don't know how I feel about it, but right now I think I'm sort of neutral. I think I'm Switzerland here. I don't think I'm upset by it. Um, UFOs are real. If Dozier's the day one started. Thank you. Um, and you know what? They probably are. So. Yeah. So in watching today's practice, which, by the way, was supposed to go from 10 to noon central. It went from 10 to like 1110. So we are talking a very short practice here. All right. I mean, this is the new National Football League. This is the kind. Feels a little lazy to me. No helmets. They they had those white helmets back on those shells that they wear like rugby helmets. There's no. So like, I mean, we are talking about as laid back as you could possibly get. But. The quarterback pecking order today was as follows. Kirk Cousins, okay, not surprising. Jake Browning took the second most snaps. And I would say if I was to do what the Vikings won't do in the month of June, which is give you a good old depth chart, I would say that Kellen Mond and Phil Mackey's favorite Big Ten quarterback of all time, Nate Stanley, (laughs) probably shared the number three role. And and now here's where I'm going to go with this, all right? In the case of the offensive line, I think Darisaw and Wyatt Smith start week one. Like, unless they get hurt or something just goes incredibly wrong and they're awful. I think they start week one. I'm beginning to think more and more that Kellen Mond might not be the backup quarterback week one, that they might carry three quarterbacks to start the season on the roster, and then it might go Cousins, Browning, and Mond, and here's why. I think they might be right, too. Mond's a third-round pick. If you bring him in and install him as the backup he's a high enough draft pick where there's immediate sort of pressure and talk about oh what does this mean mm-hmm. he's the backup if kirk struggles man would would he play and we all know internally right now they're not considering that like there's no there's no um uh possibility that they are privately saying i wonder if kelamana week six would look pretty good so i think they are going to attempt to dial down the pressure and see if jake browning can just serve in the backup role because they know that nobody aside from the most diehard Kirk hater is going to call for Jake Browning if Kellen Mond is third. <laughs> well, except for you guys, mm-hmm. Purple Daily, bunch of Kirk haters. 
Uh, that makes sense. There's there's really no reason at all to play Kellen Mond in until like week 18 or something, and there's nothing to play for, and you want to just test drive him. He should just chill all season, learn, watch film, and and be as far away from having to play in an NFL game as possible. If Jake Browning can be that buffer, I'm all for it. I'm I'm not going to get outraged if Kellen Mond is not second on the depth chart. Enjoy a weed-free summer at the lake, courtesy of Aquaside. One easy application of Aquaside pellets can eliminate weeds and lake muck. Aquaside has been trusted by hundreds of thousands of lake homeowners since 1960. Neglecting aquatic weeds can hamper recreational activities like swimming and boating. Lake weeds can also provide breeding habitats for insects. Make your lakeshore beautiful this summer with Aquaside. Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. I just think, yeah, it dials down any pressure that might exist. And I think if you install him as the primary backup, there is no question that there's go- there's it's going to become, again, a potential distraction, right? Kirk struggles. Hey, could Kellen Mond play? Um, yeah. So, so I just think that this, if this is the direction they're going, I can see the benefits, especially with a veteran team that expects to win, of just removing a potential distraction while allowing the kid to develop. He, he turns 22 on like June 22nd, so he's a kid. Yeah. So allow him to develop without that pressure, which is a very different discussion than we would be having right now if they had traded up and gotten Justin Fields, because then it would be like, hey, is Fields going to play by week three? Yeah. So what was what was your setup? What was the media setup to be able to watch practice for the first time in like two years? Um, we actually got to watch it last year during training camp, and it was the same thing. We're, we're way like super far away. We're yes, yes. Like it's not like it's not terrible, but it's up on a hill, and and it, there used to be sort of sideline access where, where you could walk down the yep. sideline and watch practice from there. That's out for now, but um, I mean it's fine, and it's a gorgeous day. It's an absolute gorgeous day. I have no complaints. Humidity low, so uh, I just hope they go for more than an hour ten. To me, it's not enough football. What are, they, what are you getting done in an hour and I ten minutes? What, what, what are we doing I mean, out there? Once this is done, boys. Once Thursday's done, we got nothing for a month. I need more football, Zimmy. So are are the mini camps more about? I, I, I'm assuming they're meeting behind the scenes and like they wouldn't get everyone in for a mandatory mini camp practice for an hour and 10 no, minutes and then meeting. not do other things. Like it's probably more they're about meeting. the meetings and, and they do installation and stuff now too. Cause I, I think the goal for most teams is to do a decent part of the installation and OTAs and this camp. And then, so when, when you come back to training camp to start it, it's not day one of installing offense and, and defensive schemes. There's still a lot to do, but at least you've gotten to start in the spring. Yeah. So, well, those are Judd's minicamp observations here on Purple Daily. He's going to be out there tomorrow, and and sometimes they ixnay that third day. But yeah, I got I a know, feeling he might cancel. I mean, an hour or ten today, he might just cancel Thursday. Pretty soft, man. Mike Zimmer's bowling soft. What's he doing? Come Ride on, these man. guys into the know. ground, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it was no face masks. It was odd. It was a lot. Yeah, maybe they're maybe they're practicing for uh for their Australian football rules. That's what it looks like. It looks like Australian a rules rugby game is about to break out half the time on that field. <laughs> uh, Tang Yang says here, Judd's beard is more creative than Mike Zimmer's offensive scheme. I mean, Judd puts a lot of work into his beard, though. Oh, so I don't know what. Yeah, I go like this a lot. It's filled with Farvinian gray. I thought you said you're working on getting it trimmed every other week now. I am, but I got it trimmed that, a week work. and a half. That's oh, work, though. Yeah, you know, but it's just because it, it's uncomfortable. Because then I get the the upper lip gets too oh, bushy. I won't. I don't, I don't know what like that's like. 
So I, no, I, you will. Yeah, I, I I told I, you, just grow a little stash, man. I can't. There's zero chance that's happening. Well, There's you can. Zero. You can. You don't want to. Zero chance. Zero chance. That's the problem. But yeah, I'll be back tomorrow and um, see what we see. Right. Who knows? Dakota Dozier might not be at right guard tomorrow. You never oh, know. Man. I I want. Oh, this I'm back gr- to being a toaster. I'm, I'm back to being a toaster. I got a air fryer compliment before. So. Yep. Very talkative. Yeah. I, I want this Dakota Dozier drama to carry through into like the third preseason game. God. I, they should just do it to troll fans. Maybe they know that Wyatt Davis is going to yeah. start all along, but just give, give us give us the third preseason because there's only three preseason games. right? I want Dozier to be the starter up until like the eve of the regular season. <laughs> just for the the question the that troll. we got before that, that was on, on the screen briefly of who do I dislike more? Dozier, Victor Rask or Shoemaker? Yeah. That's a tough one. Shoemaker. You have to you have to hitch your wagon to one more year of that contract. Who is it? I think I'd take Victor Rask. Actually, I you honestly know what? think I'd take Victor Rask, and I I can't stand Victor Rask. Actually, you know what? I take I would take Dozier because I would never use him. I just bury him. <laughs> like Rask, I would have to use, and or I could scratch him too. But I don't know. Like I mean, what's the worst? Ugh. Who's the worst employee of those three? I'll tell you on Shoemaker, you know, people sit here and they accuse the poll ads of being cheap, right? I think that narrative's out the window. They paid for Shoemaker's plane ticket and five star hotel room and catering to go from Minneapolis to Seattle after what Seattle's we saw. Seattle's not cheap, weekend. right? No, it's a very Seattle's expensive not, city. Seattle's yeah. not a cheap town. So, yeah, the poll ads. <laughs> Matt Shoemaker, you win an uh, all-expense paid trip to Seattle, Washington. Have fun. Uh, Skolger Soup comments, if the Vikings win the Super Bowl, Declan has to grow a stash. Deal. The problem yes. is I don't know Deal. if that's going to be possible from what he's telling us. No, I, I will do that. Oh, he can if grow they a stash. Win a, if they want a Super Bowl, I will grow a stash. I will keep it for the rest of the year. So Declan's going to grow a stash. He's going to brush a horse. If you if you grew a stash, you would look a lot like Joe Dirt, right? Yes, I, I'm already David Spade, dude. I, 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 I don't want more David Spade vibes than I already have. I can't, I can't he's, afford it. He's stockier than you now, though, I think. Oh, well, finally. It took him 50. Maybe that's my plan, too. At 55, yeah. I'll probably finally put on some weight here. I think, oh, you uh, will on, eventually. On, yeah, eventually. Yeah, the you, metabolism runs out. But, yeah, but, you. But, but, but yeah. We'll Judd's see. like the Chris Farley in this, yeah. in this partnership. Yeah. Oh, come on. I'm not that big. I'm no. big. I'm not that big. Well, Judd, thank you for your camp observations. Uh, they were also presented by Federated, Federated Insurance here to help business owners in the Twin Cities and here to give you peace of mind. Listen, the Vikings have given themselves a lot of defensive peace of mind. Oh, okay, if one of our key players goes down, we don't have to rely on like a seventh-round pick that's done nothing before. Okay, good. Well, uh, that's what Federated brings to your business. You don't have to just rely on your whims. Maybe you're new to running a business Wherever you're at in your business's life cycle, Federated's been around since 1904. They're one of us. They are uh, very, very good at allowing you to sleep better at night with all the tools and resources they have at federatedinsurance.com. Remember at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. (laughs) All right, we'll do it again tomorrow. Also, check out – so Doogie and Declan sat down for a bonus scoop session on the Score North YouTube page and on the Mackie and Judd podcast feed. And uh, he dishes some inside information about the Vikings and also the Twins and the Timberwolves that you should check out today, too. So uh, Purple Daily, Mackie and Judd, those are the two daily shows. And we'll see you guys on both shows tomorrow for a little write that down and accountability session.